Open your Bibles with me, please, to Malachi chapter 1. The last book in your Old Testaments. If you're following the one chapter a day reading program, then you are reading Malachi at this time. Malachi chapter 1 in the first five verses explains to Israel that God had loved them and hated the Edomites, which were the descendants of Esau, because God hated Esau and loved Jacob. And so the Lord reasons that way for the first five verses. From verses 6 through 14, He condemns them and criticizes them for not bringing their best in His worship. And He says that by the way that they're going about their worship, it's as if they were saying the worship of God is not worth their best efforts. He says, why don't you try it on your governor? Uh, Why don't you try it on the successors to Zerubbabel, bringing them or him less than your best? I want verse 14, which you've heard many times from me before. Malachi 1.14 concludes this particular exhortation to bring their best. The Lord saith, But cursed be the deceiver, which hath in his flock a male, and voweth, and sacrificeth unto the Lord a corrupt thing. For I am a great king, saith the Lord of hosts, and my name is dreadful among the heathen. Amen and amen. Amen. Cursed be the deceiver. That is someone who makes a vow. Notice it goes on to say, which hath in his flock a male and voweth. This is a Christian. If you'll allow me to take this for the old, for the New Testament purposes, this is a Christian that says they love the Lord. This is a Christian who has been baptized and has taken on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, but doesn't bring him their best. Cursed be the deceiver. Who's going to do the cursing? God is. Who's going to be under the curse? This deceiver who's opened his mouth and said he's a Christian, who's opened their mouth and said they want to be baptized, and yet they don't live up to it, and we need to think about this for each of our sakes. Are we giving the Lord our best? Cursed be the deceiver which hath in his flock a male. This man has in his flock a perfect male, ram, sheep, ox. Well, it's a flock, so we'll limit ourselves to lambs and rams, without a blemish or without spot, but when it comes time for the offering, he brings something less, something corrupt, a crippled lamb. You know, a ram with spots, a ram with blemishes from birth, which is unacceptable to the Lord because he wants the best. And so they sacrifice a corrupt thing. The Lord wants us to love him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And to be here today with less than that is to offer Him a corrupt thing and to be a deceiver. Because you've said, I will live the rest of my life for the Lord Jesus Christ in your professions of faith and in your baptism. And then not to do it means that you're a liar, is what the text is saying. And the Lord explains, for I am a great king. I have suggested that you try this lackadaisical, perfunctory, routine effort towards your governor. It won't work with him, but he's only a governor. 
I'm a great king. I deserve your best. Sayeth the Lord of hosts, and my name is dreadful among the heathen. The heathen nations knew the great name of Jehovah was a God that had done things that had never been done in the earth. And yet He was the personal God of Israel. And He's our personal God. And He's a dreadful king and a dreadful God. And we want to give Him our best. We want to give Him our best. When the Lord Jesus Christ comes, shall He find faith on the earth? When He comes, what is the church of Greenville going to be like? What is your family going to be like? What are you going to be like? Are we giving Him our best? Let us pray. Holy Father in Heaven, we thank Thee, Lord, God of heaven and earth, that we know Thee, the only wise God, the only true and living God, and we worship Thee. Thou art a great King. Thou art King of kings and Lord of lords. Thou art God of all kings. Thou art Creator of all kings and the ordainer of their lives every individual breath and their offices. You move the hearts of kings as the rivers of water, whithersoever you will. We bless you and praise you. You deserve our best. We come before thee this morning asking thee to forgive us our slothfulness, our carnality, our worldliness, our distraction, our weakness, our coldness. Heavenly Father, revive us again. Quicken us according to Thy Word that we might give Thee what we desire to give Thee, and that is our best. Heavenly Father, overlook our wardrobes. We don't care that we may have dressed the best of the week. Overlook our intellectual participation. Look for our hearts. We give them to you this day. The best offering that we can give, a broken and a contrite heart that delights in thee, fears thy holy and great name, and loves thee and thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are looking forward to Him coming for us. And we love His appearing. O Heavenly Father, Take our best this day and receive it as we offer it to Thee, our sacrifice made acceptable by Jesus Christ our Lord. Heavenly Father, we do not want to give mere mental assent to the doctrine of Scripture today. We want to embrace it with our hearts and we want to live it and apply it with all our might. Help us to this end. Father, we are thankful and for those that were with me yesterday and heard so much about Hebrews chapter 11 and the great role that faith plays. Faith being the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We have come into this house, your house, on your day to hear from your word and to be with your people that our faith might be increased and strengthened. O Lord, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And we pray that today 
By your spirit and by your words, you will stir up our faith that it will be the controlling foundation for our lives. And from that faith will be hope that is the certain waiting for your glorious blessings yet to come. And we pray that that faith, we might add to it virtue and knowledge and godliness and patience and temperance and brotherly kindness and charity. Lord, help us to these ends. We pray for your servants and saints, for every church, where they gather this day in sincerity and honesty to worship in spirit and in truth, to have every blessing that we pray for ourselves. O Lord, let the combination of preachers and hearers cause great understanding and knowledge this day of the Lord Jesus Christ and holy living that when you come there shall be faith in the earth. We do pray, Heavenly Father, that we will not come behind any other church in our faith and love for Thee, yet all for the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ and none for us. We pray for our nation, giving Thee thanks for our rulers, our form of government, our various institutions, and the men and women in those institutions. We pray, supplicate, and intercede on their behalf that you would grant them wisdom and guidance, lead and direct them, protect and defend them, and show them the way that they ought to go, that we, your people, might be protected under their care. Heavenly Father, for those unable to be with us, we pray your blessing. For those scattered sheep that have no shepherd and do not even have a flock to be with, we pray your blessing upon them. O Lord, now come and draw nigh to us as we draw nigh to Thee. And open the Word of God to us that we might understand that within these walls we are today considering things stupendous to the mind, overwhelming, unknown to all those outside these walls except other like congregations, that we will realize that You have made us Your own children and that you will soon make us manifest to the universe. But until then, they know us not, as they did not know our Lord and Savior. And Heavenly Father, we are crucified to them, and they are crucified to us, and we like it that way. Be with us now, O Lord, that we will glory in the glory that is coming. And we thank Thee for the things that You have prepared for us that exceed what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, or even that our hearts and minds are able to imagine. We love Thee. We are thankful that You first loved us, that You set Your everlasting love upon us in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray that now, all that we say and all that we do will be pleasing to Him and to Thee through Him. Grant us a great measure of Your Holy Spirit And these things shall be accomplished, because without Thee we can do nothing. With Thee all things are possible. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.